Be confident, be bold, be authentic, but don't forget to take action. This is Ordinary to Badass, where our stories empower women to step into the spotlight of their own lives and pursue what they're truly passionate about. It's time to step into the arena and become more than just extraordinary. It's time to become a badass with your host, Marie Sonneman. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 282. Last episode, you heard from Tina Irwin, who is a ghost helper, and she teaches the living how to help the dead. Now, today, you're going to hear three reasons why Tina is so badass. Before we get into it all, though, I just want to remind you that you're a badass, that I believe in you. Even though sometimes you have to pivot, sometimes you have to turn, your interests change, that's okay. You are exactly where you need to be. And, you know, Tina, we talked all about her career in the Navy last episode. And really, she is a ghost helper. And she does most of her stuff with ghost helper. Like, before, it was the Navy. Now, it's being a ghost helper. We pivot. We change. There are different seasons of life. And so just because you aren't where you thought you would be, or just because you have to pivot and change and do something that you didn't know you'd have to do initially, that's okay. That is badass. If you're pivoting and changing where you need to, that's growth. Not everybody is willing to do that. And so sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it feels like you're not moving as quickly as you would like to move. And that can feel frustrating. But you're moving. Not everybody is moving. If you were making forward progress, that is a win. If you fell down and got back up again, that is a win. If you felt like you failed, that is a win. Even, I think it was Albert Einstein, he failed over and over and over with trying to make the light bulb. And he's like, ah. Uh, I didn't really take any of it as a failure. I just took it as a lesson. And because he took it as a lesson, he kept trying over and over again until finally he got it right. Albert Einstein was famous for saying, you never fail until you stop trying. So keep going, keep trying, keep pivoting and learning as you go. You are a badass and you can do this. Okay, with that, let's get to the episode. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass. Whether you're ordinary or badass, I am so glad you're here. So first, we're going to start off with real real or real fake. In the last episode, you heard from Tina Irwin, and she is a ghost helper. And so that's going to relate to our real real or real fake today. Tina Irwin helps ghosts and helps the living um, be able to help the dead. And I want to hear from you. What do you think? Do you believe that there are ghosts? Do you think ghosts are real real or real fake? Is it just something that Hollywood came up with to scare people and is a joke? Or is it legit? Have you seen a ghost, felt the presence, um, just known something was haunted? What's the deal? So I want to hear from you. Take the poll on Spotify and let me know if you think like ghosts and hauntings 
um, supernatural, if you think that's real, real, or real fake. All right. So today we are going to talk about three reasons why Tina Irwin is so badass. Now, Tina, although I told you that we she is a ghost helper, we didn't even get into any of that. As crazy as it is, we didn't get a chance to talk about her ghost helper stuff. We talked all about her experience in the Navy, what that was like, and how she was in leadership. So go back, check out that episode. But this has a lot of great nuggets too, and you can kind of get the gist of the last episode or from hearing why Tina is so badass, or Tina Irwin. And yeah, and if it interests you, like, oh, yeah, I'll go back and check it out. So three reasons why Tina is so badass. First is for speaking other people's language. Second is for exploring new territory. And third is because she allowed people to have a voice who otherwise wouldn't have had one. So let's start with number one. Tina spoke other people's language. Now, she didn't like change her language from like English to Spanish or something like that, but she changed the way she talked to people. She changed the tone or she based it on kind of her experience with other people. So often we get caught up in this trap trying to get everybody to talk like we do, or we just expect that people will talk and relate that we do the way that we do instead of like, is there another way to go about it? Is there a way I can say this that they would understand better, that it would hit home a little bit more? Is there a way we can communicate with ease, right? And so Tina said that when she got into issues or got into problems with people, she would try to help them save face. And this is big because sometimes you get embarrassed by things, right? And you don't want the whole world to know like that something happened. And an example of that is Tina had a, she was engaged to somebody and they were both in the military together and she convinced the military to send her with him to a different location. And they're like, oh, you're going to have to pay for it yourself. But according to the orders, according to military orders, the military was supposed to pay for it. So she had to do her digging, whatever, figure it out. So they moved to another location together. And then she ended up, you know, falling in love with somebody else and breaking it off with this guy because she had feelings for somebody else. And she let him, she let him save face. And she said, you know what? I let him go tell everybody that he broke up with me, that he was the cool one. Um, so that he, it wouldn't look like, oh, he got dissed or he got burned. He let everybody say, she let everybody, words are hard. <laughs> um, she let him tell everybody that he was the one that did the breaking up. He broke her heart. And so I'm going to read this quote that she said. If you're going to deal with men and women, if you can enable them to save face, then your relationship long-term will be much smoother. So Instead of trying to make somebody look bad, how can you help them save face? I don't know about you, but I do not like to feel, I don't know. I just don't like to feel animosity between other people or when I walk into a room to not be able to say a word to other people. I like to be civil. So if you kind of let people save face, it makes it a whole lot easier to be civil. 
So where you can, allow people to save face. Is there a situation in your life right now where maybe something has to come to an end, but you can allow somebody else to save face? Because maybe they're going to feel a little bit embarrassed. Maybe they're going to feel stupid. Is there something you could do to help so that they don't feel so embarrassed or don't feel so stupid? Okay. Another thing about her speaking other people's language is Tina was just good at positioning other people as the hero. Like making them look like maybe they're going to do a shitty thing and do something that would rub people the wrong way or do something that wasn't ethical or wasn't right. And she would kind of point out to him, wait a minute. This is not the way our manual says to do it. But if you do this, then this will look good. And I think she said that when she went to instructor school. She's like, can you imagine having a female instructor and how good that look or how good that would look and how the public would view it? You would be a hero, sir. And so she totally make, made it look like he was the reins of the bunch and, you know, it would make him look good, which it would make him look good. But she kind of put it in his head as such. Or if somebody else was in trouble or there was something going on, she would kind of like, ah, this is our policy. I would hate for it to come out that we violated our own policy, like that kind of thing. Um, but again, that's her helping them save face. And then at sometimes wherever she could, she would make them look like the hero and make them look good. Let's be honest. Who doesn't like to feel like the hero? Now, I'm saying that from... Even an introvert, right? It's like, yeah, maybe I don't want to be the hero and be like in the center of attention of everybody, but you like to do good, right? So do good. Who can you make the hero? And sometimes when you're propping other people up as the hero, you don't have to do anything for yourself. You're helping other people look like the hero. And then in the end, people really see like, oh, that's cool. So, yeah, it makes you the hero, too, but really, put the spotlight on everybody else. So often, it, like, everything surrounds us, right? Our whole world, we think about ourselves, and everybody is very self-centered, or maybe I can't say everybody, but to some extent, we, any concerns, anything's going on in our life, it's all us. And, you know, I've heard, and it's definitely been my experience in the past, like, when you volunteer then it takes the, it takes some of it away from you, right? You volunteer when things are crappy in your life. Go volunteer somewhere. And then you see what other people are going through and what they're having to overcome. And then you're like, oh, it isn't all about me. Like there really is more to this world. So the more you can like focus on other people and make other people the hero then it kind of puts things into perspective in your own life as well. Okay, number two. The second reason why Tina Irwin is so badass is because she explored new territory. So Tina was constantly just being the first at doing things. Have you ever been the first to do something? How did it feel? Gosh, intimidating, right? It can be scary. 
it is hard to be the first. But that doesn't mean that it's not worthwhile. So Tina, when she was first getting into the Navy, uh, I believe they said to her, like, oh, we haven't had a female officer in North Carolina. She's like, well, that's okay. And so she became the first female officer. I think it was in North Carolina. And then when she's in the Navy, at some point she's like, okay, well, I want to be an instructor. So she was the first. I keep hearing an echo here and there. Sorry, I think I'm speaking too loud. But she was the first instructor at sub-school or in the history of sub-school. So that's a big deal, right? And I just talked about it a little bit ago how she told like the head guy, like, because she had to keep asking over, 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 let me be an instructor. Let me be an instructor. And they're like, oh, we've not had females be instructors before. Uh, so she kept putting it in their ear, putting it in their ear. And she was relentless. Like she didn't give up just because they said no or because it hadn't been done before. They hadn't had a female instructor. And so then she that's when she went to the boss and she was like, hey, this would make you look really good. This would make you look great in the public. And he let her do it. And so then she became good at doing what she was doing and learning new things, teaching new things. And then she became like the XO commander. So she just continually moved her way up, moved her way up. And it's not that she has some extraordinary talent that you don't have. It's like she has this persistence, this unwavering belief in herself, this ability to explore new territory, even when she hasn't done it before. Maybe she, at times, like I think when she was talking about the XO commander, she didn't feel comfortable with it. She's like, that's out of my league. But she figured it out. So don't be afraid to explore new territory. Try new things, even if nobody has done it before. Even if no female has done it before, no gay person or transgendered person has done it before, you could be the first. Here's the thing, is we need somebody to be the first. Because then it gives other people the feeling like, oh my gosh, I can do this too. I have the ability to do this too. If she can do it, then I can do it. And you help other people progress forward as well. So if you want to see a change, if you want to see something different, then be a part of that, right? Can't just hope, oh, somebody else is more qualified for me or than I am. They'll do it. That might not be the case. And you don't have to have, you don't always have to have like extreme qualifications. You take one step at a time. Like Tina became an officer. And then after she became an officer, then she went to instructor school. And then she did, she became an XO commander. So she took it one step at a time and grew and learned and figured out as she went. You just have to know the first step or the next step. You don't have to know the whole roadmap along the way. Just take the first step. So what what can you explore? What's something new that you could do? And it doesn't even have to be something no, like you don't have to be the absolute first, but you could be the first that you know of or the first in your area or the first in your building. 
What is it you're afraid of? What is the first step that you could take? Just the first teeny tiny baby step. It doesn't have to be anything big. It doesn't have to be anything life altering. Like, I don't remember the exact quote, but Tiffany Babb was on the Ordinary to Badass podcast before. And she was like, you know what? Life is changed and goals are accomplished in the ordinary everyday moments. It's not the marathon that you run or any huge major goal that you have, the making $100,000 a year or whatever your goal is. It's not that big shiny thing where you can get the medal. It's the ordinary things that you do day in, day out that make you become extraordinary. So focus on just starting with the ordinary things, just the first step or just the next step. That's it. That's all that's required. Required for your badass or anyone. Just take teeny tiny steps. I don't care how small. Progress is progress. Okay. Third reason why Tina Irwin is so badass is because she allowed other people to have a voice when they didn't feel like they had one. So remember I talked about Tina becoming an XO commander? Well, she didn't feel like she was qualified. And at first she's like, mm, I can't do it. I don't understand it. That seems so out of my league. And she didn't get it. And she just felt like, nope, I'm comfortable where I am. I'm comfortable being an instructor, doing this thing. But I don't know anything about that. You're going to have to find somebody else. And they're like, no, we need you. You can do this. We need your help. And so she listened, right? And what she did is she goes, okay, she asked her boss, can I do research? Can I go talk to people? Sure, absolutely. So she went to talk to people. She went all around to different base camps and talked to people, talked to SEAL Team 6, and got feedback from them. What was going good? What was going bad? What were their vulnerabilities? And what she learned was crazy. She learned so much information from just going around and talking to people, from finding out from them what was working for them. What's not working for them? So she asked the questions. If you don't ask the questions, you're not going to get the answers. You can assume all day long. But in my experience, especially in being a supervisor and leadership, the more I assume, the more that I am wrong. So ask questions. And so she's like, man, I found out that people were fearful, that they were feel fearful for their life and they were worried and nobody bothered asking them. Or if the question was asked, people weren't listening. Maybe they just tried, like the people she was talking to, they could have tried to bring it up to their supervisor or somebody. People weren't listening. They didn't have open ears. They didn't really want to hear what was going on or they didn't know the solution. So they just let it go. Don't be afraid to ask questions. When you ask questions, when you get curious, it certainly allows other people to have a voice. So people got to bend her ear who ordinarily wouldn't even get to talk to her or somebody at her level. 
And I don't remember if that's when she was XO commander or lieutenant commander, but she was at a high rank. And new enlisting um, officers or people newly enlisted to the Navy didn't get to talk to people like her. But she took the time to listen to them, to ask questions and to listen. Where in your life can you do that? Who can you ask questions to? And really, really listen to their response without trying to interject. I think we underestimate the power of that so much. So I love that Tina set her ego aside and she just went and asked questions. She really just sat there and listened to what people had to say because it was important. And she really ran a successful program because of that. So, man, I loved having Tina on the podcast because it just reminded me so much like of listening, asking questions, uh, strong leadership because she was a strong leader. You know, really people came to respect her. She was like, they really respected me and they started looking out for me and having my back because I was having their back. People want to help you when you're helping them, right? And people tend to like people that are helping them. Let's be honest. Who helps you that you don't like? It's pretty rare. Pretty rare. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I don't know why I had a flashback of like in elementary school, some girl that would just always follow me around and copy every little thing I did and it irritated the bejeebies out of me. So she wanted to help me. She wanted to do everything I did, but it was a copycat and I was young, so I was irritated. But I don't know why that flashed into my mind when I was like, who doesn't want to be liked? <laughs> okay, I digress. Quick recap. Three reasons why Tina Irwin is so badass. One, she's badass because she spoke other people's language. Two, she's badass because she explored new territory. And three, because she allowed other people to have a voice who wouldn't ordinarily have a voice. So... If you like this episode, take a screenshot, throw it in your Instagram stories, tag me at Ordinary to Badass. Unfortunately, Tina doesn't have social media, but tag me. I'll make sure to get her a copy of whatever you said. Um, I want to know your feedback. I want to know your takeaways from Tina's episode. So if you have feedback, if it taught you something, throw that in your Instagram stories and tag me at Ordinary to Badass. With that, We'll end our show. Tell the badass women out there staying in the arena, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it. Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, ordinarytobadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future spotlight episode of the show. That's ordinarytobadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt, and get back in the arena. It's me, really.